Good news, everyone. I died yesterday, but through a process of wizardry and black magic, I am back to life to rev you up for the week, round 18. Oh, you, oh I'm going <laughs> to give it to you. I'm going to give it to you good. Uh, I've been told it's good to subscribe if you haven't subscribed and um, review. Yeah. I haven't, I, I haven't said that enough. Mm. But most importantly, it's that. It's subscribe and give a good rating. But most importantly, it's bounce a pill. Well, it happened, folks. It happened. It happened. We talked about it last week. Tom, I want some freaking intense, dramatic music under this. Just mm. like, you know, Lord of the Rings kind of vibes. Yeah. At approximately... 8.50 yesterday morning well, uh, two days ago on the 11th of June mm. June 11th our mate Stewie Jew was told that his services are no longer required and well, I, it, 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 I died mm. as you said yesterday but uh, it, the world stopped yeah Gold Coast came to an end mm well, the Gold Coast that Stuart Jew created was mm. over. Just like that. Yeah. And here we are. Yeah. Um, and we're going to... Don't worry, folks. We're going to go through this moment by moment. We're not going to leave a stone unturned as we break down the Stuart Jew saga. And with me, as always, to do this, um, you know him from, I guess, yesterday's podcast intro. Yeah, what did you think of that, Broden? Well, yes. So, folks, I died yesterday, and mm. by um, well, I'll get to why I wasn't, why I was dead yesterday. But Tom did the intro yesterday. Have mm. you got that? We should listen to that. I'll get it up. You get it. up. We'll review it. We'll review it. Okay. Great. Uh, but uh, he, he did the intro. Please welcome uh, wherever you are in Australia or overseas. Maybe you're in the Napa Valley drinking wine. Someone sent us a photo of him doing that. That's nice. Maybe you're in the Grand Canyon. Maybe you're in Japan, Thailand. I don't know where you are, but wherever you are, please welcome Tom with a clap. Thank you so much, everybody. I hope they did it. I'm because, sure they did. Because otherwise we're in big trouble. <laughs> uh, look, I'm going to review it. I'm going to review your intro yesterday, if okay, that's okay. Great. Yeah, I'd love to. Um, shall I give it a bit of preamble? Well, yeah, go on. What, what, what was your thinking when you recorded it? I was like, I'm not writing nothing because I'm a podcast host. I'm a natural at this. Yeah. I don't need to write nothing. What I, what I heard was someone who, th who said, oh, Broden does these intros every day. Yeah. There's not much to them. That's I could, I could piss this in, <laughs> right? Yeah. And I was like, I'm not going to write it because I want to be natural. I don't want to be robotic. I'm a podcast host. Um, it's easy. Uh, should be no problem. And here, here it is. Everybody, it is me, Tom, the host of The Footy with Broden Kelly. I've got very sad news for you all today, sadly. So, so far, so good. Yeah, pretty good. You know, a bit of affected at the start. Do you yeah. know what I mean by that? Mm. A bit of like, hello, which is not really, not really, <laughs> <laughs> it's not really you. Yeah. But um, we'll go on. After hearing of the Stuart Jew sacking by Golk. A bit more of that affectation there. It's nice. Has sadly passed away. So... I'm left here to intro this episode by myself. So now, pretty much, here it is. And then from here, we just want to... Bronson Reed from the WWE, yep. bounce that pill. That's yeah, what sure. we need, okay, right? Okay, right, right. So there were 21 seconds in. That's a long intro. <laughs> oh, okay, okay, yeah, sure, okay. 
Now, if you missed the news on Monday, we announced that we are doing live shows in August. Okay, so in plug Sydney in the live show. That's and good. Melbourne. Mm. We put on one show in, at the Corner Hotel in Melbourne and you guys sold it out straight away. Now, that's great. So you have a positive about the tour. Yeah. That's nice. Entice people to get in and buy those tickets. That's really positive. Yeah. Probably leave it there. Yeah, sure. Okay. We don't need to mention anything else. Okay. All right. Let's see what else you said. So we added a second show the same night Great. and you guys sold that out straight away. Can't believe it. I'm so in shock. You guys are amazing. Thank you. Okay, you've gone on a bit long now, yeah. so but we'll but as long as it's still positive, so that's good. Sure, yeah. So much to everyone who bought tickets. Sydney, bit slow. <laughs> Come on guys. Are we bouncing pills or are we not? So anyway. okay, so my qu- <laughs> my question to you is Yeah. Uh your choice to sort of go Sydney for not yeah. buying tickets as quickly yeah. as Melbourne. Yeah. What was your thinking behind that? I thought that was really funny. And I stand by it. <laughs> to be like, Melbourne, we sold out eight shows in 20 minutes. Sydney, a bit slow. 45,000 tickets sold in Melbourne. Sydney, come on, guys. I thought that was funny. Okay. I hope our Sydney listeners can understand that. You, was, you, that you, was a little funny. You hate Sydney. Is that right? <laughs> no, I love Sydney. I adore Sydney. Comedy store. Home, my home, second home for me. You've never been there? I've never been there, no. Here I'm go. here to tell you that we've also added... This is pre-recorded Tom as well, by the way. Yeah. More shows at the Corner Hotel on the Wednesday, the 23rd so of still June. still going? Because- so this is a minute in now. <laughs> this is a minute into the intro. I had stuff to tick off. Do you remember when I said at 20 seconds, this is a good length? Yeah, totally. Yeah, I hear you. Out of August, sorry, because you guys have just been so crazy and clearly everyone wants to come and bounce pills and... We're going to have a lot of fun. We're now, you've, lo- you, you've dropped the, what's it, what's it called? F- f- fumbling the bag. Yeah, fumbling the you've bag. You've officially yeah, yeah. at a minute seven fumbled the bag. Yeah. <laughs> Here is Tom fumbling the bag. Fun, live podcasting, all sorts of weird, fun, podcasty stuff, and we can't wait. To- <laughs> all sorts of weird, fun, podcasty stuff. Because I was thinking, I don't actually know 100% what we're going to do, but... <laughs> It'll be fun and okay. good. Fun, weird, podcasty stuff. This is Brian Taylor territory. It is, yeah. All right, here we go. For you guys, so if you want to come on down, jump on our link tree, which is in our bio, <laughs> or go to thecornerhotel.com or to the comedy store in Sydney website and, a half. and buy some tickets. Now, today we've got a oh great my God. guest episode. All right, go. Yeah. <laughs> so at a minute 30, yeah. who's the guest? Yeah. Featuring WWE megastar Bronson megastar. Reed. So we hope you enjoy that and we'll be back again tomorrow. Me, just by myself, covering every single thing Gold Coast and Stuart Jew. Bounce that pill. Minute 43. It was a good bounce that pill though. Yeah, I didn't mind the bounce that pill. And you gave yourself a little bit of a boom boom for your drop. Like you gave yourself a bit more than usual. Is that fair? (laughs) No, that's not not true because I did such a long intro. It goes from the first drop all the way to the second drop. (laughs) Okay, right. (laughs) In the music. So it was a different bit of music. Mm-hmm. Well, well, that's that. That happened. Yeah. What were we talking about? Oh, yeah, Stuart Jew. Yeah. We're talking about how sad and how awful we are. Can well, I tell you the truth, Braden? Yes. I felt nothing. <laughs> you felt well. Why? I think is that something to talk to a therapist about? No, I think uh, I really felt like I would be either elated or sad, right? Mm. Upon hearing of my coach's sacking. Yeah, not your coaches, but. Like, he never coached you. No, but he's... He's not Nick Iconomu. He's my team. A little joke for anyone who listens to SEN. Yeah, I love... Um, because he's a business coach. Yes. Um, but, yeah. But you felt I, nothing. And I really felt like that was an indication that, like, no, this is the right move. 
it's time. You know what I mean? Well, the, 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 I, the reason I was out for that intro yesterday is mm. ask me why. What, what, have have, what have I been doing all day? What have you been doing all day, Brody? Cutting in. Cutting in. I've been painting a house. Yeah, oh, you've got pain on your fingers. That's true. I've been cutting in, painting a house. My partner and I are painting a house. Yeah. And it's uh, hell. I wouldn't wish it upon anyone. No, I'm sorry. And that on top of Stewie Jew getting kicked out in such a un. Unceremonious? Yeah. Way is uh, a lot to take in. Yeah. The funniest part was the graphic they put up with it. Yes. Let's talk about that. So Gold Coast, before the press conference, only when it had been leaked in the media that Stewie Jew had been sacked, the Mm. Gold Coast Suns coach, Gold Coast put out a post that was a photo of Stuart Jew standing in front of a sun a sunrise or a sunset hard yeah. to know we'd be speculating if we said either either <laughs> and it says thank you Stuart Jew we would like to thank Stuart Jew for his contribution to our club over the last 6 years at no point does it say Stuart Jew has been sacked or yeah. you know we're parting ways with yeah. Stuart Jew it literally is just a photo like of him smiling. Yeah. And I, I mean this, it looks like a photo you would see on a funeral program. Exactly. I was like, I've lost my second steward in 12 months. So he's sort of standing in front of Heritage Bank Stadium. The sun is setting behind him. He's glowing like an angel. Yeah. It's like he and died. The, 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 the particular smile he has as well. It's so funny. I thought that was 10 out of 10. By the Top sounds. comment, why does the graphic look like he died? Yes, I think this has gone around quite a bit. <laughs> it do, it's an interesting bit of graphic design, and I wonder what our mate at, at, at GWS would have done in the same circumstances. But yes. So, from all reports, let's talk about Caroline Wilson. Yeah, sure. Uh, one of the biggest news breakers in the AFL. Mm. Has been for 30 years now, probably. Mm-hmm. She said a week ago, Stewie Jew is out and yep. to be replaced by Damien Hardwick. Yep. The next day, Mark Robinson, our mate Robbo, mm-hmm. look at the moon Robbo, yep. said that he'd spoken to Stuart Jew and not not happening. And then yep. the day after that, head of football operations, Mark Evans said, no, this guy's coaching. If he does a good job, he'll be coaching in the long term. Mm-hmm. One week later, he's out the door. Yeah. So... It looks like the decision was made a long time ago. Yes, at least at least a week ago. Is before fa- the Port Adelaide. Is game. it fair to say funny buggers? Yeah, for sure. I uh, mean, although like not dissimilar to I mean how most businesses probably operate. Funny buggers. Um you know, I imagine if a CEO of a large multinational company is gonna be fired by the board, I imagine there's these discussions that come and then you know, like I, I don't think it's that crazy. But the way it played out is not great. It's not that bad for Gold Coast either. I think they only need to pay him out 500k. I think yeah. they only have to pay him out. Was his contract done at the end of the year? I don't think so, no. I think he signed at the end of last year because we were going that's on that, about Clarko and stuff, you know. That's his weird contract thing, right? Yeah. Is I think he got two more years last year. Yeah, but I think so. I think he only needs to be paid out six months. Yeah, right. Which is weird. Yeah, sure. but I think he was getting like 600k a year or, or, or maybe 300k or half a year's salary he's only getting paid out certainly yeah here's my conspiracy theory on this folks alright here we go are you go. ready for this yeah this is where I really want the music to really vibe up yeah sure here's the truth right the truth is there is a war going on in this country mm. 
and it's not between Ukraine and Putin because that's over. That's in Europe. Yeah, that's it's not Europe happening and, here. And parts of Asia as well. The war is between the AFL and the NRL. Mm. There is a big fight, particularly the battle of this war is taking place in Queensland right now. Mm. So what it seems like is, do you know who the new coach of the Gold Coast Titans is, NRL team, the Gold Coast Titans? No. A guy called Des Hasler. Mm-hmm. So Des Hasler was the coach of, I believe, the Manly Sea Eagles, mm-hmm. and he's a very good coach, mm-hmm. and he's taken over. He's like a like an old-school, well-known coach in the NRL. He's taking over in for the Gold Coast Titans, which is a team that is historically bad, mm-hmm. but they've put in a very good coach there. Alongside that, there's a new NRL team in Queensland called the Dolphins. Yeah. The Redcliffe Dolphins. Yeah. Doco. Um, there's a Doco something, Doco Dolphins, Doco. Yeah, that's you just said Doco a lot, but yeah. yes, that's right. The Redcliffe Dolphins, and they're coached by uh, a very good coach by the name of the guy who used to coach. I'm doing my best here. <laughs> um, the guy who used to coach uh, the... No, it's not Scott Murray. Who is it? Anyway. Funny enough, they play at a KO stadium. (laughs) But there's a real play from the NRL at the moment to win Queensland back and make Queensland a really strong position, right? Yeah. And I think right at the top of the board at the AFL level, they're very aware that they must keep Queensland. Yeah. They must, or not keep, but at least fight. They've sliced out a bit of a slice of the pie there. They've got to keep that slice of that pie. That's right. And so they've gone, here's my theory. Yeah. Start of the year, before the season had even started. Yeah. After uh, Stewie Juice signed that contract last year, I think the games started to drop off again. He was right. trending in the right direction. They signed him, and then it started to be a bit average again. Sure. And I think some people at the AFL went, just quietly... We need to win Queensland. Gold Coast must be a good team. Yep. Gold Coast have to be playing in finals. We need to make Gold Coast AFL. It's so, so important yep. because meanwhile, Titans are going to be awesome. Redcliffe's going to have all, all of a sudden all this new... There's going to be so much NRL energy. We're in big trouble. Yeah. I think they very softly, through intermediaries, at the start of the year said, Dimmer, if you're interested, we will pay you so much money mm. to move to Gold Coast and run Gold Coast. Yeah. And he went, interesting, interesting, maybe, yes. And then as soon as the season started and he was very clear that Richmond weren't going to play finals or at least it was going to be hard or it was going to be another... They weren't going to win a, a he, grand final. He might have even committed or even just said, yes, I'm interested, but let's just see. I'll get to the end of the season. Mm. And then very clear, early on just went, ah, okay, well, we're definitely not in mm. it. Um, I'm just going to step out now. Yeah. I'm going to take like a long time off. I'm mm. going to step out. Huge difference, dis- dis- distance between me and Richmond. I'm going to be very clear in all the media yeah. that I am not done coaching. Yeah. I'm done with this team. He was so clear on that. I am done with this team. 100%. Yeah. He's like, I'm then I'm going to hang around a little bit. <laughs> Do some nice press. I'm going to go on Dill Buckley's podcast and say I still want to coach. Yeah. I'm going to say, I'm going to put that out there. On that Dill Buckley podcast, if you listen to it, he brings it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He came on there with an agenda for sure. And then he's like, now I'm leaving mm. until oh, round 24. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll come back around then. Yeah. Meanwhile, 
Caro's getting information that it's done. Yeah. It's all done. So, Stewie Drew gets sacked now, mm. even though they're not doing that badly. They've had a couple of weird losses, but they're not, they are okay. They still could come finish off really, really strongly. Yeah. Nip it in the bud. Let there be about eight, nine weeks of this to die down. Mm-hmm. And then very strongly come in at the start, end of the year. Nothing to do with Dimmer. Nothing to do with their completely separate issues. Dimmer Hardwick takes over and everything's hunky-dory. It looks like it's been this natural progression. Mate, this was said at the start of the year. That's my conspiracy theory because they need to beat the NRL in that Queensland mm. NRL heartland. Do you remember when this first came up? I just want to... This is not like a, a gotcha or a please explain, but I remember when we first discussed this, one of your biggest things was Dimmer wouldn't do that to Stewie Jew. Yes. That's why I think this has been so softly done and right. so delicately done. It's because there's friendships there and... If it had looked like Hardwick wanted the job or was going to get the job while Jew still had the job, it would have been really bad. But as it looks now, completely separate. Yeah. There's, I remember when Michael Voss went for the... Uh, when Justin Lepich got the Brisbane job after Michael Voss got the Brisbane job. Yeah. Lepich went for it. And I think Voss helped him. Yeah, right. Helped him with the job application. Yeah, said, hey, these are the... Yeah, this, yeah, is, what, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is what I did and this is what you should do. So, like, I think they all understand it's a hard I gig. I know. Stewie Drew had six years at the helm. He, he made a lot of money. He did great things. But he only had two on. where... He had two where he literally had to go, okay, so... What you've been left with is nine 16-year-olds. Yeah. And um, we've got one of those boxes of, like, different chips. So, you got Doritos. Yeah. You've got um, Twisties. Yeah. A couple of, you know, like, you get eight a pack. You know, like one, mm. and you give one. One goes in the lunchbox every day. Yeah. So, we've got eight 16-year-olds and that box of chips. Yeah. So, he had to, from there, build an NFL club. Totally. And on that note, Braden, I wanted to do a little tribute to um, Stuart Jew. Yes, all right. Um. To illustrate something upon your point, because something I say every week is that the most important KPI that Stuart Jew had coming into the club was player retention. Yes. And I say that all the time, but even from me, I didn't really understand what that meant. So I put together a little list in preparation to show that Stuart Jew did the most difficult thing and he achieved it well. So we're going to talk you through it, okay? So in 2016, Gold Coast loses Prestia and O'Meara. Yes. You in, put piano, soft, like sad, dead piano music over this? Sure. In 2017, Gold Coast loses Adam Sard, Gary Ablett, Brandon Matera, Trent McKenzie. All gone. Okay. Then Stuart Jew comes to the club. Ah. In the same off-season he comes, we lose Tom Lynch, Jared Lyons, Aaron Hall, Jack Scrimshaw, Stephen May, Cade Kolodajnish. Okay. <laughs> What's funny? <laughs> that I included Kate Call in Dejnish. Isn't that how you say his name? No I was, You were so confident And then it's just a hard name I, I just thought Call I'd, it Dejny. Oh right I thought I'd been saying that correct for years There you go Okay So he comes in that year right? Right And that, I would say that everyone Every listener out there would agree They are brutal losses Oh yeah like, That's the end of a club Yeah And before but that he, we had Charlie Dixon And other players but If a box of chips could ask to leave The box of chips would have asked to leave Yeah In particular Tom Lynch, Stephen May, Jared Lyons and Aaron Hall Those four players were Huge Went on to be excellent oh, A lot of premierships there Now Stuart Drew comes mm-hmm. And the next year No no one leaves I think we traded one player But no one of Of like Of standing yes. loses And we draft Matt Rowan Anderson The first 
Yes. Perhaps off season. They've only played under Dewey. Yeah. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Next year. Did he teach Rail to eat the grass? Potentially, yes. Interesting. The next year, we lose Peter Wright. Two meter Peter. Now, you could argue that that was our decision, but we didn't lose him because he wanted to go. We traded him. We were like, you can't get into the side where we give you our blessing to go. That may have been a mistake, but he wasn't demanding out. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Same with next year. We delisted Hugh Greenwood. And we lost Will Brody. Both of those could have been mistakes, but again, they weren't. They weren't asking for yeah. yeah they yeah. weren't asking. They weren't demanding to believe Will Brody couldn't get a game with us. He went to Freo and played very well. Yes. And then the next year we lost Isaac Rankin. Yes. And we lost Jack Bowes in a similar manner. Mm. Now I would say, comparatively to pre-Jew, mm. the only huge loss in the entire time that Stuart Jew was there yeah. was Isaac Rankin. No, that's ex- yeah, very much so. And, and any club would have had one superstar walk in the last four or five years. Stewie Jew was clearly loved mm. by his players, very clearly. Yeah. Um, do you know what? What? Impromptu. Let's do a top five things we'll miss about or slash things we like mm. about Stuart Jew. Yeah. Number one. Are we doing five each or are we just going to do five, five together? Top five. Um, the way he swore in the documentary. That was my only one that I had. <laughs> it's him going, show me the f***ing fight. Yeah. That was really, really good. That was probably up there with me. Um, two, yeah, what he did for the club with retention. That's what. That, that's why I say like, yes. thank you for your service. It's time to move on to a hard nut strategy driven coach who yeah. will demand excellence because what you did was you came into a club that was barren and no one wanted to be there and you made it a place where people wanted to stay and people were happy to sign long-term contracts. Yes. And you made it a place where people wanted to play and, and go to work and made you took Millers and all of that happy to be there. Number That's three. That's a huge plus. Number three. I'd say his media performances. Yes. I'd he, say he doesn't- a bit funny. He doesn't speak in cliches. He was a bit funny. You know, he, he tones down the funniness as well and he speaks quite straight, but no cliches. He doesn't do what your coach does. Does yes, you no, know? He actually talks. He actually talks. He answers questions. He's he's strong. Number four looks has looks like a normal mid forties man. Yeah, doesn't look like Nathan Buckley. Yeah, doing waking up at four and doing a you know CrossFit. A, a CrossFit. Yeah, it doesn't look like Craig McRae all smiley and happy. Yeah. Looks like a grumpy mid forties dude. And number five. Number five. There was a bit in that Prime documentary where he didn't like that a he didn't like that a, he didn't like that a journalist in Gold Coast was calling him Dewey. <laughs> <laughs> I I think if I was pushed for one more, I would Which say Which I am doing. That he brought the players that he brought in, although list management, were the right pretty much the right selections. And I'm talking your uh, Brandon Ellis's, yep. guys like that, uh, Ben Long, your, those sort of guys, I feel like were the right selections. Uh, I would love Stuart Jew to have a job in the media or something because I thought he was great and all the best to Stuart Jew. Mm. And, and I think we're officially offering you the role of third host of this podcast. Yeah. So reach out. Well, that's Dewey done. Okay. Unless you've got one more thing. i got one more thing. Better be good, man, because we close that door. It better be fucking good. Well, I just wanted to ask, if not Dimmer who, because there's been some rumours. Yes. That I may be offered the job. 
Yes, that would be if you were offered the role as the even an assistant coach. If you were offered any coaching role at the at the Gold Coast Suns, with respect, yes, for me, that would be an indication that that football club is it's got huge issues. Issues, yes, sure. And it's simply because you've never played football. Yeah, correct. You've never worked in AFL strategy. No. You've no. never worked in a role of leadership. Oh, but at Coles, you've been... Yeah, true. To, to, uh, a duty manager, thank you. Yes, but even so, I don't think... They'll be offering me the role? Because, no. Braden, I would drop you so fast, mate. This podcast? Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fair. <laughs> I understand that. You moved to Gold Coast. It'd be a nice life. It would be. I mean, it's not a strong position. Like, it's not a job that I would feel great job security in yeah no like true. i feel like you yeah knowing you quite genuinely mm. if you <laughs> this is true if you <laughs> were given the head job as coach of gold coast and let's be honest you get like a 500k contract yeah, right? yeah true 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 per year yeah you would still do one to two shifts of calls a week <laughs> in, like, you uh, would get you would get you what was what would it be called Relocated or yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd get, I'd, I'd ask for a, a transfer. You get a transfer to some Gold Coast Coles, yeah, and you'd pick up a few shifts because you know, yep. just to have it there. But imagine all the all my coworkers at Coles would come to the game. I'd double membership in a in a week, mate. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> but do you understand that you at that point you probably need to dedicate all your time to that coaching job? Yeah, no, hundred percent, a hundred hours a week. But in all, um, that's a little bit of a joke, Broden. But I would like to <laughs> posit the question: Yes, if not Dimmer, then who? Because I'm telling you what, I am not up for a not experienced coach. Let me tell you something, Tom. Yeah, if he's not the coach, if Dimmer Hardwick is not the coach of the Gold Coast Suns by the time the final siren is sounded in the AFL 2023 Toyota Grand Final. Yeah. I will eat a hat. <laughs> That's crazy, Brian. Because I'll film you and I put it on Instagram. I will eat a hat. Everyone remember this because I, I feel like there's a chance. That maybe he's 70%, but nothing set in stone. I'm a man of my word. Yeah. I'm a man of my word. And as you know, I said that Melbourne would win nine in a row. Yeah. We lost the first one. Yeah. I donated to charity. Yeah. Beyond Blue. I'm telling you now. If Damien Hardwick is not the coach of the Gold Coast Suns by September 30, yeah, yeah. I will eat a hat. Yeah, great. No, actually, let's make it October. <laughs> October. Like, by trade period. Yeah, trade yeah. period. Whenever that is. I will eat a hat. Yeah. I, I just think that I'm not going to accept a young, awesome, inexperienced coach like Brad Green or something. Is that who he's called? Brad Green. Is that your ex-player who's... Uh, Uze, sorry. Adam Uze, uh, yeah, no. You can't have an inexperienced coach. No, I, I, I would take crazy crackpot Mick Moldhouse over an inexperienced young coach. <laughs> like, that's the level I'm at because okay. I want someone who's done it before. All right, I respect Nathan that. Nathan Buckley would be as good as Dimmer. I'll put that out there. Look, I I reckon there's a contract that Dimmy, Damien Harwick has signed. <laughs> like, I reckon... I reckon there's nothing. When Ross Lyon, you know how sometimes you just know. Yeah. Last year, out of nowhere, Brett Ratton sacked. You're yeah. like, if Ross Lyon is not the coach of this team in <laughs> freaking four days, yeah. I will eat. I, I will eat a hat. Totally. Let me tell you how many hats I've eaten in my lifetime. Oh, right. None. None. Never eaten a hat. First time. And I won't. I won't be eating a hat. Well, the only reservation for me, right, is he's already signed this contract. Sure. He is on. He's he's coaching Gold Coast. He's got the polo. They're asking yeah. for his measurements, right? The only thing that could happen that I think is a chance of him not coaching 
is the way that played out and the media feedback. AFL 360 the other night was just like, he, this has been so poorly handled, this guy doesn't deserve it. Sure. That Harbwick goes, shit, I'm actually, I'd prefer not to. What, what has Robbo said? Because Robbo, he was very on the... He had some key points. His main points were... Uh, He's done a really good job. He didn't deserve... Like, he's... They've clearly had him sacked for a few weeks and they haven't told him. Sure. That's really, yep. really bad. Yeah. Really poorly organized. Yeah. He's... He is critical of Wayne Campbell, your yep. GM of football. Yeah. Lives in Sydney. Yeah, He's right. like, you can't do that. Yeah, right. And his third one was, whoever the leak is who keeps leaking stuff out of Gold Coast needs to lose their job. You're right. Reading between the lines, it sounded like... He was mad that he, one, didn't get the scoop. Yep. And two, uh, the other thing was, he was like, I know who it is. Yep. And that person should be fired. Yeah, right. Because someone is clearly at the at the Gold Coast looking at you, Took Miller. Yeah. <laughs> no, I don't know who it is. And there, and there, someone who works at Gold Coast is leaked this to Caroline Wilson. It was me. You don't work there, Tom. If it was Coles, if we were getting inside information <laughs> about Coles, I'd, I'd know who I'd go to. Yeah, totally. No, I'm with you. And uh, yeah, it's just interesting. I, I hope you're right because it would be bloody awesome. Man, I'll eat a hat. I'll eat a hat. I can't wait for you to not eat a hat. Okay. All right. Good stuff. Good chats. Stewie Jew, Valet, but not really Valet. He, I'd be, you know, he's probably made a good bit of money. And- yeah, he'd probably get a... I mean, you're begging for him to come be an assistant at Melbourne. He'll well, probably get awesome. another job. Oh, he's yeah. still young. Totally. He it, will... He will get a job so quickly that um, it will make someone who gets jobs quickly look like someone who doesn't get jobs quickly. What about if he like, what, what would you say if off season they fired Adam Simpson and put him in West Coast? That would be stupid Yeah, for a number of reasons. One, yeah. because West Coast would have to pay <laughs> $7 million. Yeah. Uh, but you but know, that's the only other job that's going really. Oh, it, it's all, it's all... It's all guesswork and it's all luck. Yes. Chris Scott is a good coach, but he walked into a into a Gary Gary Ablett Jr., Cameron Ling, Matthew Scarlett mm. built team in 2011. Jimmy Bartell is the one we forgot the other day. Jimmy we Bartell. Yeah. James Kelly. Mm. Paul Chapman. Podsy Tom Adley. Hawkins. Podsy Adley. Mm. S- J- Steve Johnson team. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Stuart Jew might win a flag if he walked into, you know, Simon Goodwin gets a sack at the end of the year and they replace him with Stuart Jew. Yeah. Well, I want a flag. You yeah, know. totally. <sighs> All right. All right. Hey, very, I'm just going to pivot very, very quickly. Please. We genuinely didn't know if people would want to come see this uh, silly show. So thank you so much to everyone who booked so quickly. Uh, we really, really appreciate it. Yep. Let us know. I want to hear from, we've been getting a lot of angry uh, death threats from Adelaide. If you do, if, if it's worth us doing a show in Adelaide, just send us messages or emails or anything. We need to hear that because... This is something the rest of the world doesn't know. And we've been touring. I've been doing live comedy now for a decade. Yeah. And Adelaide is the worst for pre-booking. Yes. And it's the reason that no one ever wants to come to your city. Yeah. It's because you do not buy... You're like, oh, I'll just go on the day if I feel like it. Whereas the way that every other city behaves in this country is, oh, someone's coming. I'll buy a ticket. Because otherwise I'll miss out. But Adelaide is the worst. And what it does is it makes it too risky for a lot of bands to come to your city. So just so you know, uh, let us know. Yeah. Great. Um, so uh, tickets are on our website. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, I wanted to explain really quickly about that. I know we did the whole preamble, but me and Broden thought that perchance we would sell uh, one corner hotel show mm-hmm. and that perhaps 
if we were lucky, we could add a second. So we had this second show ready to go on the off chance. Yes. And we made it live within 19 minutes. Yeah. 19 minutes. That was so amazing. And then I w- was working overnight to get up the Wednesday shows and now they're on Overnight? I, I was just like going crazy. I was talking to Oz Ticks. I was talking to Corner <laughs> Hotel. I was scrambling. And um, it's really special because sometimes when you do something like this, it's hard to gauge... You know, if anyone's really listening, you know, yeah. you have your stats and stuff, but stats can be empty, as we talk about with Stephen Cornelia's big stats that mean nothing. Yes. Um, they can sometimes be empty, you know? Yes. So it's really nice to Very see. Very lovely. Very lovely. Mm. And we're looking forward to seeing you in August. Yeah. All uh, right. Let's review our headlines from Sunday. Yeah. So I, I wanted to bring this up because I think we were remiss not to do this last week because I think mine... So, basically, on Sunday, we gave our three headline predictions for the week, right? Yes, but really two. And I think a big chunk of them have come to fruition. Yes, I know. So, have you got yours there, Broden? I remember them. One was uh, talking about the Kings getting traded. Yeah. And then the other one was... So, mine was the mine was lucky for North West Coast to strike from 4 and 40. Yes. I don't think that's happened, so I was wrong there. Yes. Now, I said Carlton plays Frio's Darcy without a recognised ruck. Is Voss a tactical genius? Yes. SEN went with a big uh, Kane Corns thing on, you know, how we're not... We don't need ruckman, our ruckman overhyped, blah, yes. blah, blah. So, that's been done. Yeah. And then I said that uh, Track needs to play full forward forever, which hasn't really been a thing. Oh, no. They're, they've been talking about Melbourne playing... They've been talking about Melbourne and Petrarca all week. Yeah. So the, I reckon that's. I reckon you got yeah, that one. Yeah, right. My one was Oppenheimer and Omen, Bombers to play their first final in a billion years. 100% that's been a headline. Yes. Not Oppenheimer and no, Omen. No, no, no. That was a bit of colour that you added. Yes. Yeah. So you were right about that. What was your other one? And the other one was the King Brothers right. being traded. Now, there was definitely, I definitely, I think it was on Sports Day with Jared Healy and Kane Corns. I definitely heard someone say, do you really want to build around Ben King? So I take it. Yeah, and but I think the one you must have said something in the episode about how Cornelio would win a Brownlow. No, I did. No, because you. No, that's what happened. Is yeah. I said Cornelio is having his best year and he's a Brownlow risk, and you yeah. said he's not in their ten best players. <laughs> yes, which hey, I was on a thing. I was trying to be argumentative. I was trying to my initial gut. Was Stephen Canelo is not in their best 10? I was probably wrong, but I wanted to argue it out and anyway. I'm, I was right. And you were so right. And the AFL and everyone's been running with how good Stephen Canelo's season is this week. I am getting to a point where I do feel like everyone just listens to us and then makes their media for the week. Yeah. And and if you are, if it's, if I imagine what I picture is Cancorn sitting in Cafe de Villiers in Adelaide yeah. with a pen and paper just going, listening to us and going, yeah. all right, I'll talk about that. And, and Kane, if you're listening, Get your own news, mate. Yeah, because the AFL also did a ranking of best food to eat with the... They did. Yeah. And if you're listening, guys who did that, um, let's collab. Let's make, eat some food. <laughs> yeah, let's eat some food together. Great. But so I, I'm going to have some even better ones this week. Yeah. And did, it's, it's less that we're brilliant. Yeah. It's more that the AFL media is the most predictable shit show of a community. Yeah. In the world, who've yes. been doing the same shit since the first episode of the Footy Show in 1992. <laughs> There's yeah. a bunch of people who just rock up every year and say the same shit over and over and over again, and don't change anything, and get paid a lot of money. And to you, I say, go away. 
I think a lot of people liked your footy show um, sort of. <laughs> that was a good model. Yeah, we it's like a good model. model. It's, so what happens is, you know, you have a Sam Newman saying something awful and you throw to a, <laughs> you throw to Dougie Hawkins on the table and he's, so he says something funny and then Eddie will go, all right, now let's have a look at Carlton Geelong and then the crowd go, let's go, Carlos! <laughs> and that's how it works. Yeah. So that's good. Great. Hey, shall we move on to mailbag? Yeah, let's do a quick mailbag. Great. Has there been mailbag? There's been a few mailbags, a few take them or leave them. Now, last week uh, we spoke at length about the Barista Bros not um, coming to an end, Broden. The range of iced coffees and iced chocolates. The, yes. Now, this is from Andrew. Coca-Cola owns Monster and they've got two iced coffees that have replaced Barista Bros. Yes. Now, they are called the Java Monster <laughs> Cold Brew Latte. The Mean Bean and the Loca Mocha. Yes. So, <laughs> what seems to have happened is Coca-Cola had a coffee range called Barista Bros. Yeah. And they got rid of that. Yeah. And took their Monster brand and took their cans of Monster. Yeah. And started to put milk in them. Yeah. And they think that's an equal replacement for Barista Bros. This might work in like Perth. I know you Perth people <laughs> I- are funny. But- there's no one in Melbourne that's going to give up a Mate. nippies or a farmer's union or a dare. One thing that Coca- Coca-Cola doesn't understand about Melbourne is we love coffee and yeah. you can't come in here with a dirt bike <laughs> monster energy. That's what I mean. And even in coffee. Adelaide, they're not going to give up their farmer's union for a monster. I thought it was going to be... But I have seen these drinks. What are they called again? Uh, do you want me to read them out to you yes. again? Let me just pull them up. So they're called... So it appears to be three flavours. Because I've seen them and you look and you look in the machines, you go... Where's the milk? There's some mothers over there. Right. But surely that's not milk. I haven't seen them. I don't think we have them at Coles yet. They're called the Java Monster Cold Brew Latte. Fucking hell. Um, and it comes in two flavours, the Mean Bean and the Loca Mocha. And that's them there. Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's, that's truly horrible. And uh, <laughs> uh, I'm offended by it. Yeah. Um, the main bit of feedback that I've seen. Yeah. Is in reference to our good friends at Nippies. Yes. Um, and I think we need to address it. Yep. We, you rank them the best milk. Yep, best chucky milk. And I think fairly they're delicious milks. I've still got a lot of delicious milks in yep. my fridge. 100%. Um, I mentioned they also do juice. Yeah. We got a lot of feedback this week. Yeah. <laughs> there was an accident. It appears that there was an accident at the Nippies factory. Yes. Where someone was scalped. Yes. Awful, awful stuff. And that person got paid out $100,000. Yes. And we feel for that person deeply. Now, all I'm saying is, look, all I want to know is if you sent me a photo or a, of an article saying that nippies have to pay out someone that lost, that, that was scalped at nippies. Yeah. We saw that. We respect that. I, all I'm saying is, love their milk. Okay. Yeah. Great milk. And I didn't want to talk about it because of our great relationship with the... Because they use real milk. Yeah, of course. It's not... Um, what did you say it was? No, no, no. Broden, you, st- you aged two milk is just milk that's been boiled to a certain level, so it doesn't need to be refrigerated. You said fake anymore. milk. No, I didn't. I said it's UHT milk, which is real milk. They it's use- been boiled. Well, all I'm saying is nippies. Why I love nippies, it's not because of what's happening in the juice stuff. Yeah. All I care about... Why can't we talk just about how great the milk is? Yeah. Because I think, oh, it's good milk. And it's real milk. Unlike what some people 
Not naming anyone, Tom, mm. might think about the milk. I think it's great milk. Have you had the iced honeycomb yet? Yeah, oh, I, they're all gone. Nice, they were the first to go. Do you know what I did? What? I got my iced honeycomb. Yeah. Put it in a Nutribullet. Mm. Put a butt ton of ice cream in there. <laughs> you animal. That's then, interesting because it's a very vanilla-y, the honeycomb. It's just like a honey-ish Don't, don't start it's on vanilla nice. with me. What my one point of frustration is I can't find any iced vanillas out there, just on fridge, on, on shelves. Yeah, right. Um, but uh, let's move on uh, from nippies. Okay. Next mailbag. All right. Tim wants to know what the top eight ice cream toppings are. Vanilla oh. ice cream is obviously the best. Top eight. But like a middle-aged bedroom, sometimes you need that little extra to spice it up once in a while. Top eight, Braden. I can do that right now. All right. Uh, do, I, I've been building my whole life. Do you want to go tit for tat on this or do you just want to You want to own the No, eight? I want to. I'm, I'm in charge of sweeties. Okay, great. But this is only on vanilla ice cream. Is this sauces? Cream. Like well, it's syrups? any topping. I think you could put, you know, little sprinkles on there. If you is that to. really part of it? I think so. Yes. That that's I, I don't agree with that. Why not? Because that opens up. Because people put like pretzels on. Top. Yeah, and flaked almonds and M and M's. I don't. I, I I would. I'm. Because if you're just going eight toppings, then chocolate topping, and then you're done. Because ice magic is a chocolate topping. What else have you got to say for yourself? A chocolate, strawberry, vanilla. Vanilla is uh, not a topic. Caramel, caramel, salted caramel, uh, hot fudge. Hot fudge is chocolate. No, it isn't. They're two different things. Hershey's chocolate, choc ice, like well, ice, ice magic. Yeah, sure. There's eight. Okay, here's mine. But that's not my order. Ice magic chocolate, ice magic choc mint, Cotty's chocolate. Yeah, Cotty's up or down? Uh, whatever, down. Cotty's strawberry, cookie dough. Yeah, I hot I know. fudge. I agree on cookie dough. Hot caramel. Yeah. Butterscotch. Yeah, see. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty good. You know, but you made a you made a vital mistake. And what was that? You have embarrassed yourself. Have I? A little thing called whipped cream. Oh right. Yeah. You didn't yeah. put whipped cream on there. Yeah. That is potentially number one. Yeah. I would also put hot fudge on there. I'd be putting um Broken up Kit Kat. Oh, yeah. Broken up Kit Kat on a Sunday or yep. Maroon. So. Uh, 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 oh, do you know what I don't like? I don't, what don't you like? That when I go to McDonald's and I get a McFlurry. Yeah. I have two options usually. Yeah. M&Ms are a non-starter on no, a McFlurry. too hard. They freeze. Oh. It's not correct. No, it's not right. You want something that is crunchable or munchable on the ice cream, not something yeah. that's going to freeze hard and make it harder to eat. Yeah. Um, uh, strawberries. Oh, yeah, strawberries are good. So I'm on a diet at the moment. Congrats. But before I was on a diet, my wife would occasionally um, do a, a home, uh, what do you call it? Cold rock. You do a home cold rock? And what she Did would, you Do you have a cold rock? No. But let me tell you what she would occasionally make for me. Which is why I'm 155 kilos. <laughs> I love... Have you ever had the Cafe Grande Connoisseur ice cream? Yeah, I'm not a coffee dessert guy. You know oh, that. I love coffee dessert. So it's like a coffee ice cream with like chocolate almonds in it, right? Yeah. And then on top of that, she would put chocolate ice magic, mm -hmm. wafer, whipped cream, and chopped up uh, Snickers pods. Yeah, that's a lot. Oh, and this was just Braden. sort of this was kind of available to you at home. Yeah, this was like occasionally she just 
let's do it. And I'd be like, yes. And then I'd eat well, it and then I'd feel sick. Look, I'm doing that on the on a daily basis. Yeah. But look, I think we've covered this enough. Okay, great. All right. But I can't, I'm not putting an order. Broken up Oreo needs to be mentioned though. Oh yeah, that's pretty good. Broken up Oreo. Like a storm. Yeah. All right. Here's uh, less of a question. White of- chocolate melted on top of an ice cream is also dupe. I don't think I've ever had that. You can get it at your places. Oh, that's right. I didn't even think of... What's that thing they do at, in the vans where they dunk the ice cream in the chocolate That's ice sauce magic. And they put hazelnuts in it. Yeah, it's ice, ice magic, but yeah, unofficial nice. ice magic. That's nice. Do you know, this is a fun fact, A um, an old, I'm going to say Italian man mm. in his like 80s has mm. a Mr. Whippy van around this area. Yeah. And he used to drive past our office... Um, because he knew that I would come out and get ice cream from him any time of the day, <laughs> any day time. of the week. He'd just stop and sit out the front and wait for me and then I'd come out and get it. I often used to think that you were his only customer and yes. that when we moved, he, he so cried many So, when we moved, when I went to America for six months, Beck, who works at Stupid Old, where we, where we record from and work from, was like, just want you to know that that man still comes here and waits for you. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> but so then sad. he's recently refound me. So, he comes here now. Yeah, right. Anyway, great. great. All right, this is from Michael. And this is uh, the other day you were telling Jordan? Us- no. I- Jackson, not Jackson. No, not Jackson. Um, Imperlioli? No. He play- from Sopranos. He plays, no. uh, plays the nephew. No. All right, go on. Um, so the other week you were telling us about the Ned Kelly, Thomas Kuno story. Yeah. Right. Are you ready? Is this a Ned Kelly thing? This is a Ned Kelly thing. Don't, someone's going to, if, so, okay, you can tell me yeah. that I've got a player wrong. No, no, no. Or no, I no. call Zach Merritt, Zach Bailey. <laughs> or, that was funny. I could have cut that, but I refused. Yeah, it would have been nice <laughs> if you cut it. But he is suspended. He yeah. can't win the Brown. Yeah. My but bad. you can, you can get me on that stuff. Yeah. I am... My Ned Kelly knowledge is on par with the best. No, I would say this is chocolate topping to your vanilla ice cream. Yeah. A little bit of added. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah, don't fuck with me on this. Coleman medal winner and superstar Charlie Kerner and Dead is a distant cousin of mine. They are only a few branches over on the family tree. From this guy? Yeah. A few generations up. That tree is Thomas Kernow, the very same bloke who escaped the Glen Rowan pub and flagged down the train with all those cops on it. So Coleman medal winner and superstar Charlie Kernow is a direct descendant of famous hero, prison dog, Thomas Kernow. Prison dog? Yeah, I don't know. A bit of colour there from Michael. But he's not in, oh, like, but he's not in prison. He was, he was just a teacher. Yeah. But what's this guy's name? Michael. Yeah. Michael. What's my last name, mate? Kelly. You're not Michael. No, but I, I, he's not here, him. so I have to answer for him. You're advocating for him. Yeah. Uh, I. What's my last name? It's Kelly. Yeah. Am I related to Ned Kelly? Don't think so. But oh, I thought you were. I thought that was like something you ran with in I've, high school. I have been running with it for 30 <laughs> years, but I'm pretty sure I'm not. Um, but isn't that crazy? Yeah, no, it's. but it makes sense, you know. If I was one of the Kernos, I'd get such as life across my chest. Well, you're the opposite, wouldn't you? Like, we killed Ned Kelly. Oh, yeah, true. It's not but the they don't thing. like Ned Kelly. Ben Cousins um, had such as life tattooed on his tummy. Yeah. But I don't think he's related to him. Yeah, right. I think he's unwell. Yeah, fair enough. All right. Here's another one, Broden. Yes. This comes from uh, Connor. This is something maybe we could dig a bit deeper into if we do an Adelaide live show. Yes. I was wondering if you guys had ever experienced the other 24-hour bakeries the great city has to offer, 
particularly the O'Connell Street Bakery in North Adelaide. What's For with- mine, this is the best bakery of its kind, home of the 24-hour pie floater. Yeah, no, I've been to this one. What is it with these 24-hour bakeries well, Apparently, there's like four of them. Yeah, but but they're not... See, the Villies is more of a schnitzel. Yeah, get a, I had a bacon and egg sandwich I don't. There. I don't think a lot of these bakeries have even have deep fryers. So they're okay? literally bakeries. Literally bakeries. Yeah, right. What value does a bakery have at 3 a.m.? I mean, grabbing a pie and chips. No, that's the thing. You can't get chips at a bakery. Can you I'm eat talking in? like a Brumbies. But, so you, is it an eat-in situation? Maybe you can sit down and have a pie. But it's not like you're setting your or booking a table for eight and bringing your family out to a bakery and having a pie. At 3 a.m. But this is the thing that shocks me deeply, Broden, right? Is Maybe my- a milkshake. <laughs> Famously, Adelaide... Coles shut at five o'clock on a Sunday. Yes, and that's probably the rela- That's probably why bakeries are still doing well. But why bakeries? Why isn't it not like this? They might, they might sell there. some milk. It's uh, a very pie, odd thing. Pies, bread, milk. I think it's very odd and cool. It's cultural in Adelaide, I guess. Yeah. Let me tell you, I love Villies. We should go to all of them. No, it's not worth it. Because like, it's like a bakery's good, but. What would you take first, like a, a restaurant or a bakery? You know what I mean? Like, Or how often do you go into a bakery? I, I take your point, but like this idea of... Because when I, th- I... I think only in my own first-person world, right? Mm. I'm thinking we knock off a show. Mm. We wrap up at 11.30, go back to the hotel. We've got a bit of hunger. We don't want Macca's or KFC again. We don't want Pizza Hut or Domino's again. We've had that 10 days in a row. We could walk down to this bakery and get a steak and kidney pie. Yeah. I'm thinking that's pretty groovy and I, different. I think a pie is a lunch. And I'm pretty I'm pretty stern on that, Tom. I'm not going to... That's gonna, interesting. You can't be having pies <laughs> at, three, yeah. at any other time. I reckon as early as 11 for an early lunch. Yeah. As late as four. And if you're having a pie for dinner, you better hope to God it's a company pie, buy some veggies and chips. Have you seen that gross guy on TikTok who like slices open the loaf of bread and puts yes. the pies in there? That's yeah, and he, right. and he always does it to Phil Collins' Easy Lover. It's like and too much cheese. He's an easy lover. Um, I follow him a lot. He, I, I really respect what he does, and but I would never eat it. Yeah, he'll put a, he'll get a, he'll get a, a big crunchy loaf, mm. hollow out the middle, put yeah. pies in there, mm. cover it in cheese. Yeah. And then like oven bake it mm. and then put it all, covers it in butter. Like yeah, it looks incredible. Like, yeah. like I, we sit here and we go, oh, we wouldn't eat that. We're above that. But I would love to eat that. Sure. And I wouldn't feel good eating it or after it. Yeah. But I would still do it. Yeah, totally. He does some really fun stuff and I, uh, I really respect it and I hope he's well and I, w- I wish him the best. Okay. Right, let's do two quick more because, uh, and then we can move on because I wanted to give you yes. um, a couple of bits of feedback on one of your segments from Monday. What have I done? <laughs> no, 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 no. You're so quick to well, um, assume pe- guilt. The people are out to get me. So this is from Madison. Madison wants to give feedback on commentator stats. Okay. When a commentator decides to tell a story about a player during play instead of calling the game. Yes, yes. That's no. a big bias yes. indicator. yes. When a commentator decides to tell a story that was nothing to do with the game at hand. Yeah, is it bias or is it like, it's worth marking, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, this guy, he went to this school, his mum drove him to school every day. Meanwhile, someone's just taking a specky and there's yeah. a, you know, someone's just kicked a, a left foot snap banana goal. 
Yeah, let's yes. say it's it's not negative or, or positive, but it's worth tracking. Yes, hundred percent. Yeah, long, long stories. Yeah, and this is uh, this is another one from Andrew, and Andrew suggests that he'd like to hear how many times a game has been called a mini elimination final or an eight point game. Yes, <laughs> because it seems like every game or two. Yes, that's <laughs> worth marking as well. Also, any time that a player mentions is mentions their other sport background. Yeah. Soccer, basketball Basketball's background. Basketball is a big one. Yeah. Anytime that's mentioned, very important to mark that yep. as well. There's some wonderful mailbags, and thank you for that engaged feedback 100%. from all of you. What do you got here? What's next? I think some tipping. Hit it. Tipping. 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 Shout out to Noah and JTSL who are sitting on top. Tal, it's been mm. the same superstars all year just fighting it out for that top position. Yep. The winners at the moment are on 106 tips. What are you on? Oh, that is a good question. Let me pull it up, Braden. I... Oh! Oh! oh. What? I got the perfect nine last week. Congratulations, Tom. I am king of the tips once again because last week I was very down on myself. I said, you know, I've fallen off on the tipping. A lot of people used to follow my tips and how I've let them down. And then I turned it around with a big bag of nine snags, mate. Congratulations. That's a really big deal. Did you see what happens when you don't go silly and have these these crazy, you go on these crazy things? Yeah, I just went with the heart and a bit with the mind. Some bad news for me what? is copying Broden is now beating me. Copying Broden? He has gone a game clear on the bottom. Oh, really? Yeah. But so how I'm, is that possible if he was copying you? Well, it clearly wasn't. Or or I said I was doing something. <laughs> Click the other thing. That's very possible. That's probably likely, I imagine. But uh, <laughs> copying Brogan. Brogan. <laughs> I, see, sometimes I forget my name. Uh, uh, is kicking my ass. So, uh, copying Broden, I'm mad at you. Let's crack into the footy that it starts tonight. Yes. And where does it start? It starts at the SCG, <clears> which <throat> is right next to where, where, where we were performing <laughs> in Sydney, <laughs> in Sydney uh, later, later. So, tonight, we've got Swannies versus the Bulldogs. I don't think we can tip Swannies again, even no. though this is... No, the more I think about it, this is a close game. This really? Is a close game because doggies, if they just, there's, they should by this point have diagnosed their problem, which is that they go missing for a quarter. Yeah, because they should have won last week, really, but. They should have won last week. Yeah. They should have won many, many more times, mm. but uh, they should be bouncing off playing the best team in the league or the second best team in the league last week. Yeah. Uh, and Swannies were unlucky mm-hmm. to lose last week. Yeah. So I actually have no idea. That's to, I, I said a lot. I said a lot just then to get to the place where I'm saying <laughs> I have no idea. I'm quite sure that Bulldogs will win by 20. Okay. Um, I think this is the sort of the game where you, you do doubt them a bit and you're not sure if they'll deliver and they do. Well, I'm going to tip Sydney to make it fun by tipping Doggies. As well. Yeah, right. And then Friday night, this is interesting. Yes. This is interesting, right? Now, there's a few things that are really fascinating to me about this. On Friday night, yep. the Melbourne Cricket Ground, which is where uh, football is often played, including the grand final. Yeah. Melbourne is taking on Brisbane. Melbourne Demons, mm-hmm. Brisbane Lions. Yes. Now, a demon, I would take over a, a lion any day of the week. Simply. Okay. All right. Okay. It but, depends whether we're talking like a big, strong demon or an imp. Any, any satanic... 
any satanic mythological monster, I would take over a real life lion. Okay, fair enough. Because they have the power to conjure of, of Satan. Yeah, I'm not sure I agree with you, but I understand where you're coming from. Oh, it's interesting, and so I respect that. Yeah. Now, there's a couple of things interesting. This is a yes. top four battle. Yes. This is a Brisbane can't play the MCG. Yeah. Having said that, the only team they've beaten at the MCG is Melbourne. These are all interesting things. Not the most interesting thing to me, okay. right? Okay, all right. The most interesting thing to me is at the moment, as I sit here, 31% of people are tipping Brisbane to win. Yeah. And 69% <laughs> of people are tipping Melbourne. Yeah. Now, 69 is funny because it's the sex number. Yes, correct. That's all I wanted to say. I think I went to this game last year and you was lost. Yeah, did you go to the final without me? Yeah, I went to the final without you because you had to be very COVID safe because yeah, I was shooting a TV you show. weren't shooting a TV show, but my wife was pregnant, so I wasn't going there anyway. Uh, so I, I uh, yeah, we lost this. I Can I say something crazy, Tom? Yeah. Get ready, folks. All right, strap yourselves in. Melbourne will not lose a regular season game again this year. <laughs> I take that to the bank. I was wrong the other week when I said it. Yeah. I was wrong, but I was just a little bit early. Yeah. You know, like in Moneyball when he's like, we figured out how to make a good baseball team. Yeah. And then they're like, it gets worse and worse and worse. And you're like, Jesus, it's all awful. And then yeah. they were just a little bit early. And then it turns. It's going to turn this week. Okay. I, Melbourne I'm, don't lose again. No, I'm strong on Melbourne this week for sure. I, I would like to remember why you lost last year, but I don't have the memory to remember. The top line is we're all injured. Everyone was injured. Oh, really? We, right. we finished. We didn't. We, we, we lost the finals. Yeah. Just so, straight sets, right? Yeah. And yeah. regular season, we pumped them at the MCG. Yeah, right. Oh, uh, that's right. And that, uh, that's why I was sure that Melbourne would win. Yes. Because you absolutely pumped them like two weeks before. Mm -hmm. right? Yeah. No, we, uh, well, one is because we have a bad coach and two is because <laughs> everyone was injured. Saturday night. Wait, Saturday night is the foot's on. But before that, there's a football game on at the MCG. Mm -hmm. Collingwood Fremantle at the MCG. Yes. <laughs> 2% of people are tipping Fremantle. I think that's fair. 2% of uh, Freo fans, I think. Because there is absolutely no chance in hell that Freo win this game. If Collingwood don't lose again, mm -hmm. what's their ladder points? I think they lose two for the year, right? Yeah. Yeah. Cause, so what is that? That's what is 22 so they're times on four? Oh, 56 what is now with four more, eight more games to play. Is so there eight more games? What's eight times four, Broden? A great question. And I'll tell you right 16, now. 16, 32. So they'll end on 88 points. What's the last team to have 88 in a regular season? Well, no, probably Essendon that year. Last year, I think it's still the case. If Melbourne win every game from here and we've had a shocking run of wins and losses, yeah. we still win one more game than we won last year and we would win equal or more to what Geelong won last year, who were the easy premiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Port and Collingwood is just such huge outliers this year on 100%. wins to regular season. Yeah. Um, Especially with Collingwood at 137% percentage. That's huge, huge. percentage. Un unreal. Um, I think we've got to start taking them seriously as a flair kid then, No. <laughs> I refuse. Uh, but I'll say to our fans, to 17 eighteenths of our audience, mm -hmm. we have to start preparing for if they win the flag. We mentally yeah. all have to do a bit. I, I might even get like a therapist in to talk to us about it. Well, thank God we'll be overseas for two months after. Yes. <laughs> but I want to talk to our audience who will have to live here through it. Yeah, totally. Just in preparation. 
The day costs. Oh, it's just going to go off. No, nah, yeah, I won't be able to. I, yeah, even, yeah, no. I, won't, I might not come back. Um, <laughs> Saturday at 2.10, yeah. a Stuart Dulles Gold Coast Suns take on St Kilda at Heritage Bank Stadium. Who's taking over the, as interim? I haven't heard any word. I've revived. It's probably out there, but it's probably just one of our assistants who no one's ever heard of, right? Yeah. I mean, you've got a good little... Is it Stephen King's up there, I think? And uh, Brad Miller, I think, is up there. And uh, who else is there? You know what I forgot, Braden? What? I forgot a great segment I wanted to do, so you've got to remind me on Sunday. Yeah. I wanted to go through Pro ZD's Australian food rankings. Oh, that would be good. Yeah, we'll, we'll do that another that for later. Time. So sorry for that aside, everybody. Um, statistically, in the history of coaches getting sacked and then the week after, Gold Coast should be going in his favourites in this game. Yeah. Who are you tipping? I, that's the only reason I even give Suns a chance. If they're made of something and they care about the fact that they got their coach sacked, then we'll see something. And St Kilda are not nearly as good as everyone thinks they are. We just we talked about Gold Coast a very long time in this podcast, but I just want to say as well that the Northern Territory allies have won the under-18s comp, right? And that is all Gold Coast zoned. Yeah. So there's a very high chance that we are entering an era where Gold Coast become an absolute superpower mm. because that's what people don't talk about with these development teams, right? Is a huge amount of the t- players that play in the AFL come from Victoria, Adelaide, or Perth. Yeah. And they don't come from Tassie, Northern Territory, or Queensland. Some do, but not a huge amount. If you can improve the amount of talent that comes out of NT or Queensland or New South Wales by 20%, mm. all of a sudden, so much more talent's available. And totally. that builds... So, like... They reckon the top five talent coming into this year's draft, three out of the five are going to Gold Coast. Yeah, right. So we need to load up on draft picks so we can bid on all You just stuff. need points. Yeah, That's right. what you're trying to... I think you're getting rid of your pick number seven to get points. Oh, right. So that so, was part of the Jack Bowes... I think they draft. knew... I think the whole that whole situation was because they knew what, what was coming. Yeah. So apparently this Jed Walters kid... Mm is a freak full forward, like mm. a freak. Yeah. I kicked 14 in a game up there or something Yeah, like crazy. Um, so, whoever coaches called Damien Hardwick, not only does he have your list now, which I think is an awesome list with room to improve, mm. you're about to get just a decade's worth of like the most incredible footballers ever. Mm. And we'll, you could, that's a very good chance that we're sitting here in five years' time going... We need to stop this yeah, yeah, in a yeah. way that the cost of living allowance with Sydney is like we're paying yeah. them too much. Every good player is going to Sydney. There's a chance that Gold Coast are just this Goliath with every good, all these tanned yeah. Northern Australian people just dominating. But it is still probably not scratched the surface of how great the father-son stuff has been, right? Yeah, no, there's, and there's, yeah, the, the, if you invest 20 years in a place, in the same way a father-son is an investment long-term. In yeah, blah, blah, blah. Um, Yeah, but I would say if you just any good player who plays football in Northern Territory comes to your team... Then that's as good as yeah having a Dacos, Peter Dacos play for your team. And I think it includes Northern Queensland as well. Yeah, right. I, I'm not across zoning at all. It's weird, right? Because doesn't like Western Bulldogs have some weird place as well, like in, in South Australia or something? There's zoning everywhere. There's zoning yeah. everywhere, but um, uh, next game... Oh, by the way, I'm going to tip uh, Gold Coast to win. Yeah, I'm tipping Gold Coast. By, by that, I mean Saints. Yeah. Uh, Saturday night, or Saturday twilight, 435 Marvel Stadium, Port Adelaide versus Carlton. Yeah. 
What do you think about that? I think this will be, and I've said this every week, I think this will be a rude awakening for Carlton fans. Haven't been right once yet, but I think Port absolutely dominated um, them and put y- them back. You have to tip Port. Yeah, they're so good. You can't, but I want to see Carlton all of a sudden look really good. I think it's good for the economy, but <laughs> <laughs> otherwise not much interest in that, to be honest. Yeah, fair enough. They're probably my least favourite team, Carlton, I think. I, I get that vibe from you. I don't mind them. I think they're a nice Collingwood in that they have a diehard mental fan base, but yeah. they're harmless. Yeah, I don't know why I have anything against them, to be honest. I quite I think, like a lot of their players and fans. Yeah, you can come around to them. Yeah, maybe Michael, I'm coming around. Michael Voss is cool. Maybe it's just because Joe goes off on them all every week. I think that's what it is. Our friend Joe is very passionate about them. Yeah, and, and doesn't think, talk in the group chat all week until Carlton plays. I'm like, oh, okay, Carlton. Yeah, yeah, he's a bad person. But <laughs> uh, we should mark Joe, our friend Joe, he does a musical about 9-11, mm. which was a, a terrorist attack in America in 2001. And um, he finished his production of uh, of, uh, of 9-11, the musical, which was it's called Come From Away, and he did a world professional uh, national tour of it and he mm. finished so congrats to Joe on finishing uh, he, he no longer he, he lived 9-11 eight, eight times a week yeah 400 uh, 400 400 9-11s which yeah. is what oh, n- I can no do one, the maths on that no one could ever possibly know so he 400 9-11 this is a South Park bit I think 364,400 364,400 yeah the, the part you're referencing is the team America where they talk oh, yeah. about bomb sizes and it's yeah. like that would be 18 9 yeah. <laughs> um, uh, okay Saturday night Geelong Essendon this is the usually the country game at the MCG but yeah. this is, so this game right GMHBA mm. this is a Essendon powerhouse team in Melbourne yeah this game was supposed to be the grand launching of GMHBA Stadium it was all finished right. polished we present to you Geelong's super new stadium and it's like six months overdue oh right so that happens a lot doesn't it yeah, yeah. so it's not builders don't build things in the time they said they were going to yeah, be built seems to be a common theme uh, is it because builders are dodgy and non-compliant potentially <laughs> I love that guy um, um, so yes that, this game should be at Marvel or the, or the MCG yeah why are they playing at a stadium that currently has a capacity of 5,000 yes did you see that you were 100% bang on about the Melbourne thing as well that, that a lot of people ran with that stuff yeah. last week no it's 100% right so 25 times since 1990 Melbourne's had to go play at GMHBA corrupt and then yeah there's other teams like Essendon that haven't played there in 20 years yeah so Gillan McLaughlin is a corrupt monster yeah but let's see if Andrew Dillon's corrupt. If Melbourne play at GMHBA ever again, Andrew Dillon is corrupt. Yeah. Um, 25 times since 1990 is crazy. Adelaide Crows as well. Anyone, any international, uh, inter- international, interstate teams who come, you have to play at that stupid stadium. Yeah. But if you're a bigger team in Melbourne, it's capitalism, mate. It's, it's you know, if you can make, if they can make more money off you, they'll play at the MCG. Yeah. It pisses me off. Fair enough, Braden. I'm going to tip... Geelong. Oh no, I'm tipping the bombers. Yeah, I'm mate. tipping the bombers as well. I think I think Essendon will win, Ooh, which they, is crazy. Have they not played there that much bombers? Where the hell were they? I don't there? think so. Do you want me to pull up the list real quick? Yeah, please do. All right, let me run through like the top five, and I will give you the bottom five as well, Brendan. So, number of games played at Cadinia Park since 1990. Melbourne with 25, Sydney Swans with 24, West Coast with 24, Adelaide with 23, Fremantle with 19. Right, and then we'll go from the bottom. Collingwood three times. Essendon, five times. Yeah. Carlton, six times. 
GWS 7 and Gold Coast 8, but they're newer. Yeah. They weren't in the league for as long. Where's the justice? Yeah. If you're a small team in the AFL, yeah. you have to go and play one of the hardest road games in the league. Yeah. Unfair. Yeah. Make Collingwood and Carlton yeah. and Essendon have to go down to that shithole and play. And Richmond and Hawthorne are down that end as well. So Unfair. Yeah. Unfair. Unfair. Totally. And in turn, if Geelong should have to play us with one shoe on. Yeah. At the MCG. And Gastro. And Gastro, which they did. <laughs> yeah, every time. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, Essendon by 50 for me. I hope they come out and pound them. That'd be great. Real yeah. pound cake situation. Yeah. And then Saturday, also at 7.40 at Adelaide Oval, though yeah. closer to all the bakeries, is GWS mm. versus Adelaide. Yep. This would make it five on the trot for yeah. GWS. Yeah. And Matthew Nix has been listening to our podcast as well. What did he say? He came out and said, a lot of people have been accusing us of being flat track bullies, and I take that as a compliment. <laughs> and we're the only ones out there saying it, Broden. So. That's true. Matthew Nix, thanks for listening. Yeah. Uh, we appreciate your patronage. Yes. As a other follically challenged gentleman, <laughs> I respect it. Um, well, okay. Well, I, I think our mates are due for a loss. I think yeah. the Giants are due to have a little nap. Yeah, I think Adelaide is so much better at home. They will however, win this. However, right. if GWS win this, yeah. I will buy a GWS membership. Oh, really? Apparently, they have a really good membership. Like, their three-game <laughs> membership is like $90, and you get all these bonuses. That's yeah. Great. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to buy a membership. If they win this week, I'll buy a membership. I reckon we should try and go to Gold Coast, um, GWS in Canberra. Oh, when is it? It's like next weekend. <laughs> I can't, I'm painting a house. Oh, sad. But no, I'll look it up. Let's see if we... Where is it? It's in Canberra. Oh, we absolutely should. It's Sunday. It's a drive. Oh, We could hang out with Jacob Gaynor. We could podcast all the way up. <laughs> yeah. Get some content. That would be fun. It would be fun. Oof. All right, let's, let's earmark that. I'm going to tip GWS. Yeah, I'm going to tip Adelaide. Because I want to buy a membership. And then Sunday, this is a... Every time I see the North logo, I get depressed. <laughs> know, it makes me sad. It makes me feel yeah. like a boring Sunday afternoon with nothing going on. <laughs> yeah, no, it makes me feel sad. So, oh, can you imagine a more depressing... Hawthorne people are going to be there. Can you imagine anything more depressing than sitting at Marvel at 1.10 on a Sunday afternoon watching North play Hawthorne? No, not really. That would be fucking miserable no not particularly and like how could you make it fun how could you make it fun I mean Hawthorne could lose if Rich if North win this will be amazing Hawthorne have been super up and down this year they've been Jekyll and Hyde they've played amazingly they've played very poorly so for me if Hawthorne lose this will be a ripper (laughs) yes that's true that's the only way it could be interesting exactly Um, I'm definitely not doing that this is just going to be Hawthorne getting a bit of confidence back yeah probably probably like a 45 point win yeah yeah. Um, or it could be one where they just put on 100 because it's, you know, like they're really going for it because they smell yeah, a win. Yeah, yeah. It'll be so flat. I want, Let's try and guess who's commentating this. Fox Footy will put their Sunday team on. Dermot Broughton? Yeah, for sure, 100%. Dwayne Russell? Yeah. Potentially a Kelly Underwood? Oh, yeah, yeah. And then on the boundary, be Nick Del Santo. Yeah. And that's who I think will call this game. Yeah. I could see that. And then... It's certainly not a, a free-to-air BT vibe, is it? And then Sunday sucks. Folks, do something else on Sunday. <laughs> do not watch <laughs> the football. Go to Fairfield Boathouse. Yeah. Have a nice tea and scones with your mum or something. Yeah. Do not go and watch the football. Optus Stadium is the other game. 440. 
uh, I guess over there, 440. Yeah. West Coast playing Richmond. Mm. Richmond should go over there and get the Chockeys. Pretty, pretty straightforward. You would hope so. Man, Sunday sucks. Go yeah. to the movies. This might be a good chance. Hey, is Oppenheimer out yet? Is Barbie out? Let's find the Barbie release date. Let's find the Barbie release date. I think Barbie movie is going to be way better than I thought it was going to be when it was announced. Greta Gerwig is a great filmmaker. Yeah. She's a really good filmmaker. And unfortunately, Barbie will not be out yet. Oh, what about Oppenheimer? No. Oppenheimer. Aren't they really... Oppenheimer. <laughs> yeah, isn't that what it's called? Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer. Yeah. But right. I like Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer is how I read it. Um, are they releasing on the same weekend? That's the big thing, isn't it? Yeah, it's a big... It's a, And I think people will go see both. Yeah, I want to see both. You, you know, I think Sunday might be a good time to go and give Tom Cruise's Mission Impossible a watch. Yeah, okay. Um, what other movies are out? You could go and see Guardians, which is still out. Indiana Jones, Dial of Destiny. Is there a new Guardians of the Galaxy out? No, it's the... Like, it's been out for a month. Oh, I didn't even know. Yeah. It's the same old shit, isn't it? Can you watch it on Disney? I vowed... After I saw Avatar The Way of the Water, yep. I vowed to never see another Disney film with the movies again. And <laughs> I, I didn't haven't. See, I didn't see Avatar. Insidious either. The Red Door. I think this is Insidious 95. Um, what else is it? Mission Impossible, I think, would be the one. I think that would be good. You should bring us a movie every Thursday to review that you've I, seen. I haven't seen any movies. But you love films. I, I, yeah, but I, I'm, I'm going off them. Yeah, right. I, I was in Dungeons & Dragons and I couldn't... <laughs> Uh, Flash is apparently friggin' horrible. Yeah. Little Mermaid, um, I have not watched. Yeah, sure. Transformers: Rise of the Beasts, I did see. Yeah. And, I would uh, recommend. Tell us about that. I recommend go instead of going to Marvel, go watch Transformers: Rise of the Beasts. Yeah, great. Uh, I'm tipping uh, the Optimus Prime and hit and the Maximals and the Autobots to win. Yeah, great. All right, so that's the tips. What else is on the agenda? I think that's it. Man, have a great weekend at the footy or watching a movie. Yeah. Um, Tom, good to see you. Good Congrats to see you. on selling out. Mm. We're sellouts. Uh, let us know, Adelaide, if you want to come. Sydney, get off your ass. And <laughs> we'll see you for a recap on the weekend. Sounds like Stop. Feel the dark magic.